Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Earspace. How y'all doing out there? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're enjoying your Monday. Hope you're enjoying whatever day it is when you're listening to this. Um, I'm your host, Byron. We're over here at Rock 10 Productions right now. This is where we record the podcast. It's also the uh, main sponsor of the show, if you're a musician and you're looking for recording, mixing, mastering, or instrumentals, definitely give a shout out to us at rock10productions.com. That's R-O-K, the number 10, productions.com. On today's episode, we sit down and talk to Charlie Buckets, a.k.a. Eric Herr. Uh, he's a producer and an a all-around um, music enthusiast. Um, he's part of the Cypher in the Cellar crew. Uh, if you're in the Lancaster area and you're into hip-hop, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a YouTube show, and they also do live events, um, kind of like freestyle MCs. They'll have like break dancers come out and artists, and it's a really good time. Um, hopefully, by the time that some of y'all hear this, the coronavirus shit will be over, and you can check out their live events. But yeah, Eric's cool dude. Uh, we talked about music, um, some Scientology stuff, and uh, a couple other things. So um, yeah, what else? Uh, the song used on this episode is a beat made by Charlie Buckets. Uh, it's available on Bandcamp. Uh, he talks about it a little bit in the in the podcast. He's not really making music that much these days, but you can kind of check out some of his back catalog. Uh, there'll be links in the description wherever you guys are listening. Um, also, another update. Um, I believe I mentioned it on a podcast, uh, let's say maybe a month ago. Um, all of our episodes that we've ever released are now available in your feed, wherever you're listening. That includes season one, episode one, um, where the audio isn't that good. Oh, Speaking of audio, I just got a text. forgot to turn my phone off. Um, but yeah, all the, uh, all the episodes are going to be available now, um, forever. So big shout out to Buzzsprout for hooking that up and yeah, little rambly intro. I hope you guys enjoy my conversation today with Charlie Buckets. Two, one, two. Cool. You can hear it loud? I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear myself. Cool. There's a little hum in the headphones, but it's not actually on the podcast. It's just in these... It's this fucking headphone amplifier. This is probably what normal sounds <laughs> to, like, everybody. Oh, yeah. You have, like, uh, not good <laughs> hearing, right? It's horrible. Real? Is it from, like, uh, like listening to music real loud, or is well, it a genetic thing, or what? I, well, kind of, I guess, both. Well, it started... I used to have tubes put in my ears. Oh, uh, shit. When you were little? Oh, yeah, like every year. You have like ear infections all the time? Sucked, but the, the medicine tasted like bubblegum. Yeah. That that pink shit. Do you like bubblegum now still, or does it remind you of medicine? I mean, not the flavor bubblegum, hell yeah. no. Yeah, it's like... It reminds me of medicine. Yeah. Amoxicillin, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, welcome back to another episode of Earspace. 
on today's podcast. We are joined by... Charlie Buckets is here. I'm in the building. Hell yeah. Long time coming, man. Um, I remember I met you at what? Cypher in the Cellar like a couple of years ago or a year ago maybe? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah in person. Yeah. Uh, we were doing hip-hop shows, events. Yeah, definitely uh, want to talk about that. Um, yeah, that was wild. Because I remember I was like, yo, I definitely want to get you on the podcast. It's just crazy how like fucking time you know what i mean i get it man yeah, like, i'm yeah, busy no. you're busy whatever but i'm glad we got to do it everything happens at uh at the proper time yeah 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 and definitely um big shout out to damar's episode would have come out by now um that's you guys yeah for the for the cypher and the seller guys um i want to talk to you a little bit about cypher and the seller kind of like the Word. origin story of it and whatnot like for those that don't know um what is cypher in the seller um as best as I can explain it, uh, shortly, uh, think Rap City, the basement, you know, Yo MTV raps, yeah, um, you know that whole just promoting the culture, the yeah. music, the people, uh, I, I myself and and others uh, miss that, and sitting in uh, Larry Bentley's basement. Over the course of a couple months, we just kept talking about it, and, you know, his basement was perfect for it. Yeah. And uh, we developed it over time. Uh, Dot's been a host now for well over probably a year. Uh, you know, and uh, Buddy Calhoun, another host. Yeah. Uh, Corio helps direct. Uh, but we haven't been able to do much lately with the whole... Uh, quarantine rona yeah right right situation so i know you guys have like a it's like a youtube interview show yeah correct? we wanted or to like kind of show format it more of a as a show gotcha, gotcha. uh okay. you know with an intro an outro right. uh a little structure right uh you know so that was our angle right you know and then you guys did the um obviously not right now with the coronavirus and shit but you have like live events I was yeah. definitely a part of and came we were through. Trying a lot and to shit. do a, a thing, which I was inspired kind of by, like Fat Beats in New York. Um, it was a record store, and they just had turntables set up. And if you were a DJ, you could go in and start spinning. Oh, that's cool. yeah. uh, Argus used to always stop by and just grab a mic and start rapping. Yeah, uh, they always have like events, like you know, show up, just grab a mic, yeah, throw on a beat. Um, and that whole vibe of just people coming together, it wasn't a contest. Yeah. It was just basically a platform for the artists to, you know, hone their craft. You know, before you step into Madison Square Garden, you got to be able to rock a crowd of 50 people. Right. Uh, You know, and just, yeah, hone their craft, develop their, their skill, their, you know, and yeah, outlet for artists. There wasn't really nothing like it. Right, right, right. Very cool, man. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I mean I definitely uh the, the, the concept of the Cypher Seller has been like really cool and I appreciate you guys like doing something like that, you know, especially for like the producers. Um you let people come in, like bring their own beats. Yeah, you, I you mean it's I mean? not just about, you know, um, rapping. Uh yeah. even when the telling in Rome and the uh, Urban Soul came out yeah. and it was braid dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that. That was dope. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, I definitely would love to, I mean, we could talk about it off mic, but I would definitely love to set something up with you guys for maybe like a beat battle, beat collaboration thing where you get some producers to come in and like kind of go head to head on their beats, like in front of an audience with rappers and shit. I think Uh, that'd be really cool. I had done an event back in, I think it was like 07 at the Chameleon at the Lizard Lounge and had three beat makers from Delaware, um, shout out, uh, Joel Knotts. And uh, Kenny Pierce, yeah, uh, and the other dude Kev. I don't know where he's at though. Yeah, yeah. But he was dope. Yeah. Uh, and then three beat makers from Lancaster, and we kind of just had a battle. Word. Uh, dope vibe. And then afterwards, we just played instrumentals and let people rock a mic. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would love to be a part of something like that. Or... Actually, True Dat won the beat battle. Oh, word. Uh, yeah. So he went on to do some some pretty big things too. Yeah. Which is yeah, hell dope, yeah, yeah, man. Before he's a good dude. Um, yeah, again, I, I, maybe it's like little bad podcast material, but I just had this great idea, and fuck it, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Whatever. Uh, you ever been to um Zootropolis? Yes, the uh, like at movie launch theater thing. Last year I went. So I just recently went there to see a show. Uh, I was uh, I, I don't know, it was a couple. It was on. It was in February. Um. They have, like, a little theater, kind of. Yeah, and there's just, like, couches and shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really fucking cool to do something like that there because it's, like, when I was there, I mean, the bar and all that shit's cool, but literally, like, the audience, like, it's not standing room. There's just random couches. Yeah. And it was just such a cool vibe, and I was like, oh, my the God, lounge. dude, I would love to have, like, some hip-hop shit here where everyone is just In the on heart couches. of the city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, like, standing or not sitting in chairs, but, like, couches. <laughs> yeah, couches. <laughs> you know I mean? No, I feel you. Like, that yeah. would just be dope. Um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, throwing it out there, obviously you should talk about it off mic, but, um, so I, I want to, uh, kind of understand like the philosophy behind, I know you make, uh, uh, beats as well and you've been doing it for a while. Like what was, if we're going to go like, like deep, deep yeah. back, back into the day. Oh wow. Where, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll work our way back to it, but yeah. like where and when were you born? I was born here in like uh, St. Joe Hospital. Gotcha. Yeah. Or actually, uh, Hershey, Hershey Med. Or I think I was born at St. Joe, and then I was like immediately transferred to Hershey Med. Oh shit! Why I was, was I was basically stillborn two months no premature. Way. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Like I almost died. Damn. That's a few crazy. times. Yeah. <laughs> so when when was that? Uh, Nineteen eighty. Got you. Okay. I think uh, the. Three Mile Island uh, reactor had something to do with it. Like, I had a cleft palate. No shit. Yeah. Did the fam, like, live near Three Mile Island? No, but I think in the 80s, that's when that shit, like, half blew up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the the cases of birth defects at that time skyrocketed. No shit. Within a certain uh, radius. Damn. Yeah, it's it's weird. Huh, I didn't know that. No, there was really shit in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Damn, so, all right, so, born in 1980, what kind of yeah. uh, music were you coming up to? Oh, man. I mean, obviously, what my parents listened to, uh, you know, Chicago, yeah. Led Zeppelins, yeah. Uh, my mom uh, played piano, uh, my aunt was in a band. Uh, what kind of band? Uh, it was an old, like, soul, R&B, classic kind Very of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so like a lot of earth, wind, and fire, even yeah. uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Okay. Uh, 
You know, and then it would be my mom loved Tom Jones. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Queen. Yeah, she yeah, used yeah. to play Bohemian Rhapsody like every day. I'd beg her, <laughs> "Yo, play Bohemian Rhapsody." Yeah. Uh, growing up, so yeah. yeah, just listening to her and my parents, and then actually when I was fuck, I think I was five, and my older brother was taking drum lessons uh, from a guy. Uh, so I was all hyperactive as a kid. My mom was like, all right, you're going to take drum lessons. Yeah. Uh, best thing I ever did, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, so starting at an early age and developing a, a love for rhythm right. and, and a beat, you know, uh, in fourth grade, I think I was playing a drum set and like, that's kind of when hip hop started to take off a little bit more commercially. Mm-hmm. And my brother was listening to Rob Bass and Tone Loke and, and Young MCs. Um, and I just loved that beat. Yeah. And I would always put them on the stereo and just rock out my drum set. Yeah. Uh, so then joining band all through high school, jazz band, so. concert band, getting exposed to a lot of different music. Yeah, right, right. Uh, shit I would never fucking listen to. Yeah, I mean, even just in uh, the world of jazz, you have so much. Oh, yeah, jazz. <laughs> I, I'm so thankful that, yeah. you know, I, I did jazz band and learned yeah. a lot of that. Oh, I bet. Uh, and it was fun to play. Yeah. So much fun to play. Uh, I haven't really played a set in so long. Yeah. Uh but then after high school, started getting into DJing. Uh, bought some turntables. Uh, kind of got okay at that. I did some shows with a group called High Life. Uh, got to open up for Wu Tang, Red Man, nice Method Man, yeah. uh, Cool Keith. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so I had that. And then, you know, I didn't really DJ much for more than like two years. And I just. I wanted to get back into making music yeah. and making beats and making my own, you know, sound. Right. Uh, so I bought a Korg Triton, 61 key. Uh, used that. I love that. I'm I kind of mad I don't have it no more. Yeah, yeah. But after a while, you know, I just kind of got bored with the sounds. and Yeah. Uh, you know, that's when MPCs were really, you know, becoming... The right. way to go, right, right, right. Uh, especially because I was heavily sample based. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, I bought. It was called a Korg Electribe. Yeah, I'm hip. It was blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have like the twenty five hundred to buy an MPC, and yeah, I was right, like, you know right. what? I'll drop like eight. I yeah. think it was at the time, yeah. or maybe like seven on this thing, and it was dope. Um, but it was more like uh you know techno uh, yeah, right. sounding right right uh it's got like a sequencer on it and shit too i think but i'm glad that i did get that and then i got the machine after that yeah but learning that uh korg machine kind of helped me understand a little bit more how to use the the native instruments right uh, right so i don't really fuck with mpcs yeah i, I, I had a an mpd which is okay. fucking like uh, just a MIDI controller for a while. Yeah. That I was using like with my DJ sets forever ago to trigger like fucking other samples and shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I as soon as I got into Native Instruments, I fell in love with the machine. I remember 
It's just so user friendly. Yeah, it like I mean the machine software itself like definitely has limitations. If you use yeah. it as like a VST in Pro Tools or in Logic or something like that, you can kind of skip some shit. But I just like I've figured out so many workarounds within the software itself that I mean I I'm content. Yeah, need- I mean for what I I was doing, yeah. you know, most you know hip hop, right? Which is pretty basic within itself. Yeah. Uh, you know. The only thing that I don't like is, like, I wish, like, Machine itself was a standalone. Like, you know, like, the SB404s and then, like, yeah, even, like, the NPCs. Yeah. Like, you don't need a computer and shit. The thing with, the reason I went with Machine is because it hooked up, though, to a laptop or a computer. Yeah. And at the time, uh, NPC, I don't really think, had that visual. Right. They right. had the little thing on the, on the hardware right. itself. And I didn't, it's too many button clicks and turning yeah, knobs. Right. Shift. And, yeah shift alt six yeah yeah right yeah yeah like let me just see what i want to do and go do it right no i I definitely Uh, i dig that the aspect of it but i do kind of wish i did learn like the mpc yeah because i had been around them a little bit but yeah so you know i started making beats and then i moved to dc for two three months uh tried to do music down there um with a label called ARG, uh, got real weird, yeah. so I left. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I did meet some people down there. Uh, I'm not gonna drop names or anything, but it was definitely a good experience. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. It's well, ha- a, like, you want to talk about it or not? Like, I what, mean, what got weird? Yeah, about I said it? everything's off limits, but like, yeah. And I'm not saying everybody in music is a Scientologist, but <laughs> I mean, the angle I was being approached with, yeah. it kind of turned into that. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. join our cult. Yeah, right. And, and we'll weird. give you shit. Right, right, right. Like, give me shit without having to join a cult. Yeah. Like. That's weird. It, no, it got weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. That's, that, that, that's a little hairy. So if y'all want to know about Scientology, just watch that Leah Remini, whatever. Yeah. Dude, I got it's a pretty much fact. Like from what I experienced. Yeah. Yo, that, I got a I got a Scientology story for you. I was out in L.A. Uh, oh God, that's probably, like the fucking capital. Yeah, I know. Probably like two years ago, and Lindsay and I like it was like the first day we got there. We got all situated at the crib. Fucking. We're like, yo, let's walk around. And we were staying at this Airbnb that was like in, I think it was in like North Hollywood or some shit. I don't know, but it was like real close to like Sunset Boulevard or whatever. So we're like, let's just go walk down Sunset Boulevard. So that'll be fun, right? Just got off the plane and shit. And we see this building that's like, um, or this, you know, kind of like pop-up shop kind of deal. With really crazy um, graphics and really crazy like architecture and shit. And it's like the Museum of Death. So we're like, yo, let's what? fucking go, like, go do this shit. You know what I mean? So we walk in, and it's like, it's free, but we take donations. Um, so we're like, all right, cool. So we start this thing, and it's just, it's me and Lindsay, and then this, like, older woman and her daughter that, like, come in. And we start going through this museum, and it's, like, really, really, like, state-of-the-art, like, crazy, like, they spent, like, they must have spent, like, millions of dollars on like, this place. Like, effects it was and shit? fucking insane. Like, they had, it was like the history of psychology and they had like modern or like old, like original 
psychology devices and stuff and like all this information and all this shit. And then they had like dead body, like they had heads that were like cut in half so you could see like the brain and like all the, all this crazy shit. And they were talking was about they like real heads. Yeah, yeah. And they were talking oh, about shit. like, oh, I think so. I mean, they, they looked fucking real, like in jars. Well, I mean, people do donate their shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was all about like, it went from medieval time psychology, um, or uh, excuse me, um, not psychology, fucking, uh, uh, What's the the one where um you can prescribe pills and shit? Not a psychologist, a fucking a pharmacist or a, a fucking I don't know why I'm a fucking drug dealer. No, no, no. I'm fucking I'm uh damn. Well, a fucking legal my bad. drug dealer. Not a psychologist, but like the somebody's screaming out there at the fucking podcast, like it's a yeah. Right. I don't know. I'll come back to it, but um a pill pusher. No, like it's like psychiatrists. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Okay, so, it was the history of, like, psychiatry and shit. And they had from, like, from way back in medieval times up until, um, like, recent stuff. And they were saying, like, the correlation between, like, school shootings and people that are on SSRIs. And they had all this, like, crazy shit and, like, all this stuff. Whatever the fuck. And it, it was a lot of, and they were showing, like, videos of, like, how they use electroshock therapy on babies still, and, like, how what? psychiatrists are, like, evil and all this shit. And me and Lindsay would take this I shit, I mean, like, I don't fuck with psychiatrists. Bro, we take this I shit, like, hook, line, and sinker. Weird. We're like, this is insane. Psychiatry is evil. Like, whatever the fuck. So we leave, and maybe it is, but we, like, leave the thing, and they're like, um, donations are, like, appreciated if you want to give us any money. And we, like, gave them, like, a hundred bucks or whatever. We're like, what? this is crazy. Like we like, <laughs> like I can't believe we didn't know about this. Like this is such a good cause. Whatever, whatever. We yeah. go on with our day. We have a fucking fantastic time in L.A. Don't think about it. A couple months later, Lindsay's watching that Netflix documentary or the documentary wherever it is about Scientology, and they mentioned that place. Oh, shit. and they were like, yeah, the Scientologists set up this thing because Scientologists hate psychiatry. For whatever reason. Oh, yeah, so, because like, they think they're their own psychiatrists. Yeah. So we yeah. went to this thing. They hook like, you up to these handles. Yeah. And they fucking ask. I can get we that far. We got bamboozled though. by fucking uh, Scientology. Yeah, I can get um, that far. Yeah. I put my like email address in and shit to like sign this petition. Dude, I, I never still got get, anything. I but... still get mail uh, from DC. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've moved like three, four times. I just find you. That's so sketch. <laughs> so weird. I yeah. remember a buddy of mine growing up uh, was like, he moved here from Utah and he like left the Mormon church and they would like continually call him and same kind of deal, like send him letters no matter where he moved, kind of get crazy. him to come back. That's crazy though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see him no more riding bikes. Yeah. Yeah, really. Um. So, I mean, I definitely like, it's been on the minds of, Everybody, and I've definitely touched on it on all the podcasts since it started, but, like, how's this whole, like, fucking coronavirus shit affecting you? Like, uh, I lost my job. I lost my wife and my kids. No. Uh, I did lose my job. Yeah. Uh, I was working at Tate Towers. Oh, dope. Yeah, and yeah. obviously the concert industry is not coming back for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I've been dealing with it. I've been going hiking a lot. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Me too. And then I find dope pieces of driftwood and turn them into lights. Yeah, I saw that on uh That's on, like what I'm doing Instagram. right now. Dude, I was uh, inspired too. Uh, yesterday on Earth Day, Lindsay and I went went hiking and we brought a bag with us. Earth Day. Uh, we went out to this place 
called it's not in Pine Grove, but it's like called Pine Grove something. Um, and we brought a bag with us. And we're, there wasn't a lot of trash, which was good, but we were collecting it. Nice, nice. Good. Yeah, I went down it. to Lock Twelve uh, like a week ago. I saw you got a whole lot of shit. Yeah, it was it was that's crazy. Fucked. In like five minutes, I filled up a like ten gallon bag. Yeah, that's 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 bad. It was nice. I went to uh, Grub Lake mm-hmm. uh, a couple days ago. I'd never really been there, and uh, I walked around the whole lake. And there was only, like, one piece of trash on the ground. That's dope. I was like, yo, this place is, like, really fucking clean. Yeah, it was the uh, one thing that... There was mostly, like... There wasn't really, like, trash on this trail. It was part of the Appalachian Trail. So there was... Yeah. We found, like, a lot of, like, cans and shit. Like, hikers, uh, like... okay. Littering, like, food. See, that's... But that's, that's still fucked up, though, you know? That's the hikers that, that fall off the cliff, though. Yeah. Yeah, we found a bunch of natty daddies oh, right God. near this, like, legitimate, like, terrifying drop-off. Yeah. And I was like, I can't imagine getting drunk here. I'm not drinking Fuck near that. a cliff. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Do you like drinking alcohol? I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, not every day. Yeah. I could never do that. Yeah. Uh, What's your drink of choice? A, a good, like, perpetual. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, you can't go wrong with that. I dig those. Uh. And uh, dogfish, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. dogfish, really. Yeah. Nothing too thick, though. Did you ever try, like, all, like, the crazy, like, weird, different, like, you ever go, like, way out of your comfort zone and try it? I mean, I'll beer? try it. Like, my my, my uh, brother and dad and mom, they're all into that crafty, yeah, like, mad elf. I think yeah. that shit's disgusting. I don't like it. I don't like it. It, it sells like yeah. hotcakes around here. Yeah. Uh, Anything over like seven and a half percent, that's just like too much. Do you ever At have, that uh, point, I might as well just drink vodka. Oh yeah, yeah. With orange juice. The gnarliest beer, like commercially that I've had, was the you know how the uh, like ninety minute IPA. Oh yeah, yeah. Minute, the hundred twenty minute. Yeah, ridiculous. It's like if you get it at a bar, it comes in like a goblet. Yeah, it's, it's all like dark like whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. I think my brother got me a beer one year. He was like, "Oh yeah, it was twenty five dollar beer." I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah!" And it was like aged in bourbon wine yeah, barrels, yeah, yeah. and I poured the shit out, and it looked like motor oil. Yeah, and it's it, good though. No, it was horrible. Oh. <laughs> it was like fifteen percent alcohol. Oh yeah, that's that's rough. I'm like, how do you even enjoy something like this? Yeah, and you can't put like ice in it because it leaves like beer. a film in your mouth. Like, yeah. nah. Yeah, there's some there's some crazy ones. Y'all got some weird taste buds. Yeah, yeah. I've had some, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was this place up in Hazleton that I used to go to all the time um, when I was working out there. And uh, they they had this, like, mango, like, spicy mango beer. And, like, I'm not normally a big fan of, like, kind of, like, the fruity I mean, I like things, mango. But it was, dude, it was, like, an experience. I don't know about adding so, any kind of spice to my beer, though. It was weird. It was good, though. I mean, I like, liked it. Uh, that's weird to me. Adding like bloody Marys and shit with that Tabasco. Dude, I recently who puts hot sauce in a lick in a dude, liquor? I fucking like, I recently got hip to bloody Marys. Like it's, it sounds so stupid, but like ugh. a couple months ago I had one. I've had them before, you know what I mean. But I had one. I was like, yo, like this is fire. And then uh, Lindsay's been making like she hasn't made it in a while, but she'd get like uh, the specific type of. I mean, you could probably use whatever, but she'd get these dried. Um, like hot peppers and then oh, infuse God. vodka with them and then use that vodka in like Bloody Mary's. Oh, like or peppered like, vodka. Yeah. Ew. Dude, it's like spicy. Ugh. It's good. 
I mean, if you like spicy shit. But. I mean, I do, but not. I don't like to drink spicy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like I get to it. eat I get it, it. You know. Um, and Dots will tell you that cucumber vodka, that is the shit. Cucumber vodka. Cucumber vodka. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I gotta try. I know, like, in the summertime, I always get like cucumbers and mint and put it in water, oh, like, in yeah, a jug, yeah. and then let it sit for Definitely. like a minute. And it's just so fucking refreshing. That Gatorade mm. with cucumber. Oh yeah, that's good too. Fuck with that. Cucumber's good. Like nature's water and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to, like, go off the tangent. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about, like, the music aspect of it. Um, so I want, I want to, like, get to know, like, your beat-making process. Oh, man. Um, not necessarily um, just the technical side of it, but, like, kind of both. Like, I mean, I, the, I haven't really made any new beats okay. probably in, like, yeah. five years. Dope. Why um, not? Uh, I, uh, was focused on a apparel brand, mm. which I'm thinking about trying to bring back. Word. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about that right now because okay. it's too early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was focused on that, yeah, uh, yeah. for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, my computer crashed one day, my laptop, and oh, I just never, you know, Never went back to it. I get that. Uh, I did pick up an electric drum set. Uh, my boy gave me Dope. maybe like a year ago that I set up a few times. Yeah. And uh, I jammed out. Yeah. But I'll definitely probably get back into it. Uh, but the process when I did, uh, I always like to find samples that, like, nobody would even know what the fuck that was. Yeah. Like, uh, French opera films. Yeah, 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 And yeah. just finding that, that, that part, even or like, that sound. I heard sound. that one beat the, the Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. The cover of yeah, it, Yeah, it's like Nancy Sinatra's yeah. Bang Bang, but right. by some Korean chick or yeah. something. Yeah, it was dope, dude. I forget, uh, yeah, that was a really fun beat to make. Yeah. So, like, I find a sample that I like. Um, and then, you know, chop it up and get my cuts out of it. Yeah. Um, I would tend to always lay like a basic drum pattern with just a hi-hat, mm-hmm. uh, kick and a snare. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't stay. That would just give me like my tempo and gotcha. kind of like a basic groove yeah, yeah. on how to work the sample that I have. Gotcha. So I would, you know, put my cuts and chops in with that, uh, drum line. Yeah. And then I like to add, like, my own bass line or maybe some piano. Yeah. Like, I really like to use a lot of pianos, uh, violins, and just kind of use that to bring everything together. Gotcha. Uh, and then I would go back and then change the drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a drummer, I always kind of try to focus on that and make yeah. that the last part gotcha. uh, to make them, you know, what I, the best they could be. Right, right. Uh. I never really got into the whole recording and mixing and mastering yeah. uh, aspect. Um, but yeah, finding a sample that, you know, nobody's heard of. Uh, using, uh, there's a beat that I made using literally a ping sound. Like a ping yeah. from the Metal Gear Solid game <laughs> from Nintendo 64. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, I love that. 
you know, a lot of foreign film. Uh, what's his name? I'll even give this out. Uh, Roy Budd. Okay. Roy Budd uh, was a dope composer of a lot of like French films. Yeah. Uh, and he just had dope scores of music that you could take little parts and yeah. turn that into like, you know, a hip hop vibe where somebody has spit bars on it. Yeah, right, right. And right. tell a story on it. Right. Uh. I mean, I, I do make beats. I have made beats where I don't sample. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always like to use, like, I wish I could play the instruments. Yeah, like, but, like remake the sample. Yeah. Uh, but with either, you know, a, a nice keyboard mm-hmm. um, and a controller and using violins, using flutes, yeah. clarinets, yeah. saxophones, I got a horns. Viola around here somewhere. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I've never even tried to play a violin. Dude, I used the bow on an electric guitar to make, like, uh, okay. weird droney shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I wish I could play guitar. Yeah. Uh, I wish I played piano. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, But I'm glad I did learn to play drums. Definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, there's always time to learn, man. Like, I mean, I can kind of get the concept of piano. Like, like a I, noodle, but, like, I want to yeah. take lessons. I could write I a song, but I don't know what it is. I mean, I know there's, what, 12 notes to just repeat I don't even on know, different dude. octaves and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. But, like, it's like playing a guitar, and my fingers, like, just aren't that independently coordinated. Got you, got you. You know? Got you. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it's one of, like, the my biggest, like, I don't want to say shortcuts, but, like, I love making, like, sound yeah. design stuff and then, like, using a machine to, like, okay. kind of program it and whatnot. I mean, I always do, like play everything on the machine i rarely do like the mouse stuff like the clicking move, and, yeah, like i might yeah. move a note or something like that but oh I don't yeah really, yeah like, adjust it i just I, I don't know why but i just don't like it you know what i mean yeah I'm, like there's people that make beats on airplanes with just a keyboard and like i get it that's fine i just for me yeah. I, I need to feel it you know um but the cool thing with like collaborating with you know different musicians and shit is like you know i, I made a song the other day that i was like i need an electric guitar for those I don't really know how to play the guitar that well. Yeah. You just call somebody, you know what I mean, have them come through. and That's then you just go find, like, an anthrax sample or yeah, something. Yeah, right, right, true, true. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna sample, like, more stuff. Like, I've made, I've definitely made some, like, super cool sample beats. What was the craziest um, thing you think you ever sampled? Uh, it would have it been uh, not, like, a, like a song. It like, what? Like, yeah. a random thing. Uh... Like so probably some of it would get into like the um I did a lot of stuff with water. Okay. Um like submerging microphones in water and like oh, shit. fucking okay. with the water and shit. And then like using contact microphones to like record surface tension stuff and like okay. you know what I mean? Um oh, shit. Like yeah. if you put a contact microphone on this table, you could like yeah. yell at it and it won't pick it up, but if you like tap the table it'll pick it up. Okay. I mean, and then like right. I don't know, dropping beads on it, shit, like weird shit like that. But music wise, uh, I don't know. I've sampled some pretty like common shit, or like just like weird, rare, like old soul LPs and shit. Um, probably I'm trying to think. I know there's an answer. Like, um, I sampled a Bill Cosby record once. Nice. It yeah. didn't really like. <clears throat> you can't, you probably could never tell. But like I like put like laughter in from one of his tracks. Okay, it was just like yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I haven't really been sampling stuff for a while just because, like, um, like the legal shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I for one, was never, like, like, I've sampled Michael Jackson shit that I know will never get cleared. Yeah. Unless I become some super fucking producer. Yeah. And then I can be like, well, how much you want? I got right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, sometimes... Like, is if Price unless is I'm selling like ten thousand copies of yeah. the sample that I use to make the beat, I'm not worried about you know I'm not even worried locally about anybody yeah. using my shit. Yeah, and you know, like yeah. I I think uh, I gave a a sample Maria Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and uh, Doug Quaidum rapped on it. Yeah, like nobody's gonna come like yo wow you can't do that like right right right. Yeah. Until I actually make significant amount of money yeah. off of it. Like Yeah. And nobody's distributing music around here on that level right. to even be on that radar. Right, right. And yeah. once you get to that level, you're gonna have the people around you or the means to be able to clear that. Right. You know. What's like the craziest price you ever heard to clear a sample? I I'm pretty sure the uh Marvin Gaye, Eric Sermon, uh, just like music, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dots, but was it in excess of like two million? I want to say two hundred fifty thousand, but I know that's wrong. I want to say it was up near two million. I Damn. I wouldn't be surprised if it was even more. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, Marvin Gaye's like estate sues people like left and right. Yeah. Uh, that's a couple others I'm trying to think. Well, you go back to Paul's boutique, mm-hmm. uh, the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Uh, basically the whole fucking record from start to finish is nothing but samples. Right. Which kind of set off the whole copyright thing. Right. Right. Uh, so as as much as that was dope what they did they kind of fucked it up <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs> but but no uh, did you hear uh recently there was a, a guy that got in trouble um for using a melody or at least like he he was un- he, he knew um of the problem of like people getting sued over using melodies okay. this guy i don't know if he was directly affected by it or not but what he did was he through machine learning and like ai he built this like algorithm or this machine or whatever the fuck that auto generated every possible combination of every melody. Yeah. And then he copyrighted all of it and then made it like free use. So like you can't technically get sued anymore. Oh shit. If you use someone else's melody. Now sampling is not the same thing. Well, or you're, you're sampling the master. Recording, yeah. Or if if like interpolate it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so like that's good. You know, it's a step in the right. Direction. That's kind of dope. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that would super hold up, but it should hold up. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I guess at the time, Eric Sermon and them obviously had enough money to pay Marvin Gaye that that million or whatever. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the song recouped well over, you know. Yeah. How many movies it been in and commercials or yeah. remixes. Yeah, that's that's and, like the dream. And besides, like, oh, yeah. the for a producer to have a song get into a TV show that goes into syndication. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, like right now the yeah. Golden Girls is like twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. Like I fucks with the Golden Girls. Oh word. 
Uh, How'd you get into the Golden Girls? I never, uh, never well, I would sleep over at my grandma's house growing up. Yeah. That's like her shit. That's gotcha. what, what she would watch. Gotcha. So I, that's what I would watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we only had one TV yeah, back then. In the 80s. Yeah. You had to get up and change the channel. And Hell yeah. Wants to get up. <laughs> <laughs> Word, man. Well, I just got like a couple questions for you, and then I'm gonna wrap this up. We're, um, classic ear space question here. Uh, I want to know, man, like what? Where do you find your joy on a day to day basis? Like, what makes you happy? Uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things, but I mean, I, I use a lot of laughter. Yeah. Uh, I think laughing is one of the best medicines. Uh, if you can make yourself laugh. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but seeing, getting reaction and making people, it's, it's more than making somebody smile. It's a raw emotion of laughter. Mm-hmm. Like, to see that is is dope for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, your cliche things, like seeing other people succeed and yeah. the people around you do good and, right. you know, not suffer or whatever. Uh, but not laughter. I just think we need more of it. Uh, or you can never have too much of it. Uh, I think a lot of times we're we're just too serious, uh, which is fine. You can be serious, you know. You gotta be, you know, on your shit. But yeah, I think there's. I remember when it lasted. There's never a wrong time for the right joke. I get that. Or the or the right, you know, comment on something, even in a funeral, like yeah. There's still that right joke that you can tell amongst your family or whatever. I mean, yeah, I think it happens at every funeral I've went to. I mean, they say like tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah, Maybe. comedy comes from yeah. pain. Yeah, they say like, too. Uh, so yeah, I yeah laughter, just dope man, pure laughter. I try to like, if I have, I try to have like, besides all like goals and whatever the fuck like at the end of the day if i can have a good belly laugh at least once a day i know it was a good day yeah you know what i mean uh i mean you think about people that ain't got shit they can still laugh they yeah. can still find humor in any yeah. situation yeah uh yeah and people are adaptable too like there's people that wake up that don't have water and have to walk to go get it yeah but they're going to laugh during the day sometime. hell yeah hell yeah man like, i mean like pretty sure i feel like I don't know. I mean, whether their friend busts their ass yeah. getting to the water hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. There's always, like, I mean, even in some of the dark, like, I feel weird talking about it because, like, my life's been, like, pretty, like, I'd say, like, good. You know what I mean? Like, most of the horrible shit that I've experienced has been, like, somehow or not directly, like, my fault. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, I put myself in that situation, you know? Yeah, I've probably been um, to the hospital way more times than any human should yeah. have to be. Uh, but, like, even in, like, the darkest times and shit, no matter where it's... I mean, just people that I know, even, that have way worse situations. Like, some oh, of the yeah, yeah. people, you know? And you can't like live in a that, bubble. Some of the, like, uh, most wealthy people I know are, like, fucking miserable. You know? And it's like, you think about money yeah. and shit, and it's like, it's just the mindset. If you're a miserable person, you know what I mean? Like, I hope that you figure it out. It is, and it's the same token, I I think, I forget who said it, but you ever see somebody pissed off on a jet ski? No. Like, money money (laughs) is going to help your situation. Yeah, no, no, I get that. I get that, for sure. I think it's like a stress thing. 
most uh, of you know what I mean? Like, if you don't got to be stressed about money, that's such a huge factor in everybody's life. Yeah. You know if I mean? you're able to not have to worry about that, where you can maybe set up some sort of residual income or even find a career that you love, mm-hmm. which not everybody can do, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, do circumstances. Definitely. It's not, There's so many factors. Plus, it's just not, like the yeah. cards that you've been dealt, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Some people got pocket aces and other people start off with a pair of fucking... Not even a pair. Yeah. A bunch of off suit five and two. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but all right. So uh Yeah. What's the next <laughs> next question? Um, we... Next one here would be uh let's see. What's like a it was like a guilty pleasure. Or like not guilty but strike that. Oh opposite. No no no. What's like uh the most embarrassing thing you ever did? Oh shit! There's been quite a few. <laughs> um, uh, embarrassing. Oh, well, this is pretty. See, this is where laughter comes in. Yeah, I was, I think, thirteen. I might have been twelve or thirteen at the pool, and my older brother and his friends, you know, obviously hung out with their younger brothers and us, and we're all there yeah. talking. And at the time, they're in like eighth or ninth grade. Like, you know, starting to talk to females. So they're talking about hanging out with girls and stuff. And I'm like, I was probably younger than 12. Anyway, uh, the word blowjob came up. And we're at the pool. And uh, uh, Ryan Warfel, anybody knows him. Ryan Warfel said, okay, I got to go, guys. Uh, I'll talk to y'all later talking to the group of us. Mm-hmm. And my dumb ass yells out, where are you going to get another blowjob? Yeah. And my mom grabbed me by the arm and threw a blanket over me and yeah. said, you ain't moving for another fucking hour. <laughs> and I'm like, and everybody else is fucking laughing. Yeah, right, right, right. Because like 11, 12 year old just yelled out about getting a blowjob. Yeah, right, right. right. Um, but then, like, yeah, getting a blanket thrown on me, like... It's pretty embarrassing. Uh, and then I did my very first show in marching band at McCaskey. I played snare drum. Yeah. We're walking out going to the fucking field, and one of the flag girls must have had her flag in the wrong spot, and I come marching out oh, and no. fucking tripped and did a head-first somersault oh, right over my fucking drum. Oh, shit. Uh... Yeah, the whole band's fucking laughing, trying to stand their attention. Even the director's laughing. Yeah, that's like, awesome. yeah, Mr. Cooper, he was the shit. Yeah, damn. But yeah, those two moments were pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I think it's good to like. I try to make fun of myself as much as I can, or like, yeah. look back on like dumb shit I did, and like, there's some shit I did that was really, really embarrassing that I'm like ashamed of. But then there's like a lot of shit that like I did that was embarrassing, or like. Whatever that I'm like, ha, fuck, like, ha, ha, like, whatever. I mean, if you haven't run down the block naked, drunk at New Year's <laughs> at one point in your life, you ain't lived. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely uh, had my fair share of interesting times like that. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But, um, dope, dude. So, um, is there anything that like 
Like, if I just give you the floor for as long as you want, is there anything that you want to, like, share with anybody? Or is there anything that you want to, like, leave with? Uh, you know what I mean? Tell the people shit. who's listening. I'll give you a uh, time you want to think about something. Move uh, the screensaver. I mean. We can just start. Not really. Uh, All right. Well, that's cool. Just uh, <laughs> be, be you. Yeah. Uh. We all got egos, but try and kill it as much as possible, even though you can never fully do that. Um, uh, be humble, but don't be so humble to be a pushover. Yeah. So you got mixing sometimes some arrogance, but never too much. It's like finding a balance, a yin and a yang. Yeah. Uh, laugh as much as possible. Uh, and... And don't get so easily uh, offended. I think yeah. a lot of people, uh, I mean, there's an instance where, you know, if you don't like something I say, don't even, it's like if you don't like it, don't comment or don't don't entertain it. Like, I'm not yeah. going to where you're there on your shit talking, yeah. you know, I get uh, it. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, lighting up. Yeah. Uh, fucking, and, uh, yeah, be human. Like, oh. it's the only thing that you are yeah. guaranteed to be ever yeah. is a human. I fuck with it, man. And you can throw whatever other labels you want to onto that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. We could talk about, I mean, I we could talk about religion all day, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I wanted to say thanks a lot for coming on the show, dude. Yeah, thank um, you. Where can the people find you if there's any links you want to show uh, throw uh, out for Cypher and the Seller for your personal stuff? Yeah, Cypher and the Seller on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, yeah, we don't do the whole Twitter, Snapchat thing. Unless somebody want to do it for us. Uh, yeah, YouTube, Cypher and the Seller is where you can find all the episodes. Uh, local artists such as Star Show, Choreo, you know, uh, Young Cash, Battle Rappers, Lambo Lex, uh, The Foundation, uh, Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross. Uh, dropping Knowledge, uh, yeah, on YouTube. New episodes we're trying to, you know, get done uh, ASAP. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a production. And uh, ciphering the seller everywhere. Dope, CITC. Man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you. Thank you.